Hey guys, and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Watch Podcast. So before I start, this is probably one of my favorite episodes I've recorded in the last last little while. Uh, one of the nicest people I've uh, had the pleasure to speak with is Kira Rossi. Uh, Kira is a PT and online coach and owner of Fit Coach Rossi, and we we chat about a whole load of topics from the leaving cert results and how to get over that body confidence going back into the gym for the first time, obviously without COVID and stuff like that dealing with your own confidence self-esteem so many so many different little gems and little nuggets and stuff like that and it's uh just to kind of err on the side of caution there is a little bit of a sound quality issue on this episode we we struggled with the software before we went live and i sincerely apologize so please do have patience with it it's it's worth the listen it's worth the wait so guys without further ado the next episode of the shane walsh fitness podcast kira has been one of the most requested guests we've had on for a long long time uh it's been up there with the likes of Darren and james and stuff like that so i'm very very grateful for kira giving up some of her time today we've been literally chatting having technical issues um so mac airs uh, are not our friends and it's actually the second podcast today that the technology hasn't worked uh transformation specialist and her website is www.fitcoachrossi.e and she promotes body confidence and her the, the, the story that she puts out, the message she promotes is incredible. So I'm delighted to have Kira on. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. And I'm excited to have this chat now. Finally, we're getting going after that podcast, after that laptop. <laughs> yeah, we've been, we've been, hum- we've been fiddling around with technology for the last little while and it hasn't gone too well. Um, so p- please be patient with the, with the audio if the audio is a little bit different compared to other episodes. So, Kira, I'm going to let you take the microphone and let us know who you are and to tell us your story and how you got into the whole fitness realm. Okay, so my name is obviously Kira Rossi. Um, I set up Fit Coach Rossi about two years ago. I've been doing like sports, fitness and all that type of stuff since a young age. I've done Irish dancing since I'm three and a half. So fitness and like stuff like that has always been like part of my life as I've been growing up. But the last while, the last couple of years, four to five years, I've been really kind of getting into it, using my PT and teaching classes. And then last year, last June, I opened up my own studio. So it was personal training studio. And then I had like classes space and then the Irish dancing and everything as well. I got my teachers. I done that. Everything was flying. Um, I was loving it. I was re- always busy, which was so good. My clients are um, really good, so I can always thank them. Um, and then, obviously, COVID came, but um, people always say to me, like, oh, God, are you, is, like, what happened with COVID? Are you so sad about the studio and everything? But I'm, actually, I'm not really, to be honest, because everything happens for a reason. And I was always kind of looking at opening up a new location and maybe like a second studio down the line anyways. But when all this came along, I was kind of like, at the start, I was was going back to the studio. And then as time went on and everything kicked off offline, I've always had people saying to me, could I go online? Could I open up over the south side? Can you do this? Can you do that? And I never had time to do the online and I wouldn't have to do something. I'd always put 100% in. So I wouldn't go online and give someone like a plan that wouldn't work or not give them effort just to make a little bit of money. I wouldn't do that. So I was like, no, I'm all in the gym. I'm all about one-to-ones and classes and everything. But then when lockdown was there, I started doing lives and then the Instagram and everything just really took off even more. And then I'm at all online now. I closed the studio and I didn't go back then in, um, when was it? 
it's about six weeks ago I'd say yeah so I, I didn't go back then but it's been like a really good decision for me because I've had so much time to work on other things and I'm that person that literally never had two minutes to sit down and now I don't know myself I'm sitting here with a pot with a coffee and uh, doing a podcast and other than that I'd always be like trying to squash in a half an hour for myself and for my own training and stuff so yeah I just think that everything kind of happens for a reason and I'm glad now where I am I'm not saying I won't open up another studio again, but for now, this is where I am anyway. It's all online. It's mad how when you talk about kind of when you were doing face-to-face PT, I can relate to that so much that you're kind of running around like a lunatic. Like we were talking off air about the hours. Like I absolutely loved my job. I had an amazing group of girls and clients and stuff like that. But it was the hours. And it's it was very difficult for to put myself first, if that makes any yeah. sense. Do you Did you find the same? when you were doing the face-to-face and you've, have you managed to find a balance for yourself now between the clients, the Zoom cl- classes and then your own personal life? Yes, but like obviously when I opened up the studio I was all about like being, like I am always busy having everyone in, fitting everyone in, my classes. I never gave time for say family, friends, different types of relate like my relationship as well my old one it was just I was so focused on this studio on my clients and I was like right well I have this hour free I have to slot in them girls in here and I just kept taking on and on and on and I'm only a one person at the end of the day and then you're trying to run your Instagram as well you're trying to keep up your own training staying positive being good and it's just it's it is very hard to handle like all of it together it was great at the start and stuff and then as it went on it was like I know things do get hard but now I have a time where I get up in the morning I do my zooms at half six I check in a few girls I do my work on my laptop I go out get my steps I go to the gym I come home there's no rushing around I've time for I've more time now actually you wouldn't believe it for my clients than I did when I was in the gym because the last thing you want to do at 10 o'clock when you come home at night is open up a plan or a load of whatsapp messages and reply to everyone you're replying but you're not actually replying you're not actually there in in Seoul you're just replying to them just to get the messages off your thing so now that I've got all this time well not all this time but I've got more time than I do I've got loads of ideas and it's just your own time is actually more important because you can give more back to your clients so yeah definitely much better now you've said that Instagram kind of blew up for you during lockdown what do you put that down to and have you got any tips for anyone trying to grow a a following or have you ever had to deal with the negativity or the negative side of it with trolls and stuff like that um so thankfully i don't actually have to deal with trolls i had one or two and that was just different reasons but other than that i don't really get much hate and stuff like that and other if you open a message from someone and it's nasty I kind of just delete it straight away and I block the page because I don't want to see it and I don't want to reply to it because you're just feeding back into it but the whole Instagram thing like um I was on say 5,000 followers maybe this time last year and I'm on 25,000 now so well nearly 25,000 but at lockdown lockdown was the main reason I was posting videos I think if you're giving people back content and something like valuable they appreciate it more like you're giving back something instead of just posting your pictures and you 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 all the time I've just I've changed it to more like I show people 
different workouts, how to use machines, what type of things I do, and they can take that on board. It's kind of like free advice as well. So for anyone setting up, I wouldn't be focused on followers too much because at the end of the day, if Instagram goes, if you don't have a client base behind you, if you don't have loyal people, if you don't have your friends, your family, you actually don't have anything because at the end of the day, it's great to have that number up on your thing. Well, think about it. If it goes tomorrow, what do you have? You know, like, and we get so fixed. I actually went through a phase where I was like, oh my God, the stats are going up again. Then I went away and obviously some people didn't agree with it or whatever and it flew down and I was like, I actually do not care. But then it went back up, so it goes up, down. But if you're fixated on that number all the time and you see people follow me, do this, do that, follow this girl, why? Why do you need that number? What is that number bringing you? Because it doesn't bring you anything else except looking at it and saying it is great to see a number up on a screen like it's that many people are looking in at your audience and stuff but other than that I think what you put out and put effort into your content and true stuff don't post things that people send you that you don't like make sure you're posting for um uh, passion and for what you love not for what anyone else wants being loyal to your followers so posting things that you would genuinely use don't post things that you get sent out just for a bit of money for the post because people always see that they see like that god they're get they must be getting all that for nothing i know it's great to receive um packages and stuff but if you genuinely don't believe in it and if it's not benefiting you don't post it for other people if they're not going to get anything back from it and then just don't be too fixated on the number either yeah like i i've had a few people on during kind of lockdown previously and they would have a lot larger followings but when you kind of talk to them they don't necessarily have a business behind it. Like a lot of a lot of people can follow people for looking a certain way, for having a certain message, which is amazing. And one of the big things at the minute is we're talking off air about the like certain brands and like Gymshark and stuff like that with the 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 post that went out. So if whoever hasn't seen this post, it is a picture of a girl sitting down with her leggings pulled up a little bit further and then the picture beside that is the same girl with her leggings pushed down a little bit further so her belly and her stomach is um out a little bit more and the messages that are going through um are pretty disgusting but gymshark are doing an incredible message in relation to um kind of knocking those comments back and saying like one of the comments that came through was I'm not buying this product ever again and Jim Shark's response was well that that's no problem at all uh, have a good day and they're killing them with kindness do you feel that there's a lot of pressure for today's society and the, the kind of the youngsters out there to look a certain way and to portray a certain way definitely like that girl was gorgeous yeah she was beautiful like she was so not even with her leggings down like so what if she has a bit of fat around the hips we all do that's normal they're like it's i think that because they put something up like that like they've been posting these girls with everyone sees like the abs the good bums the legs these people probably don't have jobs they have a lot of time to go to the gym they probably don't eat enough they probably just look good all the time their pictures angles whatever way it is and i think that now people posting like the plus sizes and bigger stuff is showing other people that yeah you can buy it too and you look good in it as well you don't have to wait like I have a friend and she actually said to me now she'll laugh when she listens back on this just thinking of her 
she goes, you know what? My next purchase has to be a pair of Gymshark leggings, but I'm not ready for that yet. And I said, like, she is flat out in the gym. She's in, she's eating so good. She's loving her life. She's finding the balance now from years of training. And she turns around and says, I'm not there yet. I'm going to wait for a while. And I said, but why? And she's like, because, God, all them girls in the Gymshark leggings. But that's not what it is. It's about you having your own confidence and feeling good in them. Like, if you're a size 14, who cares? If you're working on you and if you love your body, why not? buy them the sizes are there to buy it's not about having the abs and everything else because the abs don't bring you happiness at the end of the day no they just brought me misery but yeah it's like it, uh, the abs this whole fitness portrayal i think it is changing i think it's a hell of a lot more work to do but i think with social media like so many more eyes on social media especially during lockdown that a lot more people are just scrolling aimlessly um and they're just taking in so much information and they are looking at say a person or a man or a woman and they're like i have to look like this we don't know what their backstory is yeah we don't know are they juiced or that means taking drugs we don't know how long they've been training we don't know what light or filter is on them so i think there is a responsibility for a lot of the bigger brands to almost do this body confidence thing it's there are there's amazing like uh products out there from like i think it was clara not clarence or dove did a female body camp confidence campaign and they had ladies who had suffered from anorexia bulimia girls who had um halopecia they had um uh, another girl who had red hair but had very very pale skin and it's like beauty isn't defined by how you look it's how you are feeling inside and internal and i know i know one of the girls that did the campaign and she was she she had struggled struggled through anorexia and stuff like that and i know from working with girls in particular is that they may look what people want to look like but you don't know what's going on internally i know some of them some of the girls that i've met and worked with have probably had they'll they're not necessarily happy with how they look still even though we put them up on pedestals do you think what what do you think we can do to change that i actually read a thing today and it said no matter how much you lose and how great your abs are like you you will never be fully satisfied with your body everyone will always pick something else so you'll always like there's, I think that the realness that they're bringing out now of these people that have really big platforms, they're posting pictures that like they probably wouldn't have posted before. And some people will go, God, like really, would you post that? And then there's others that are like, I love that, that you're showing realness. You're showing people get stretch marks. People have lower belly fat. So what? Like that's what it is. And I think if people keep doing this, that's going to become the norm instead of this. Sure, remember we went through phases of tiger. Like... What was that like if you didn't have a tie gap? Like, I was an Irish dancer and I had got big quads and I used to say, why do you want to have a tie gap? And now I'm like, who, why, what was a tie gap? What was that? But now I think that the way they're changing things and the thing with the Gymshark, the way they're bringing out plus size models and it just came to me there as well. You know, be a bell tan. Yeah. There, I go through, like, say if I'm on my Instagram and I'm scrolling through stories, if an ad comes up and it's there being a belt tan, it's not just that skinny person. They've got the four different types of body, and I just think that's amazing because it just shows that 
the different bodies and the confidence each one of them have and it's not just the skinny person should wear the tan everyone wears tan and they're in really nice underwear and all and they all look amazing with their different body shapes so i think that people keep posting out different types of bodies and with the gym stuff um because they're the ones that are like making people buy the stuff don't just have the abs and the bum and everything up have different models i think for different sizes as well do you feel there's a more pressure on girls to look a certain way than lads we're more we'd be I know boys feel things as well like us but I think we're a little bit more self-conscious <laughs> like we'd be a bit more like god does that look like like you know trying something on lads kind of pulling jeans up t-shirt on let's go whereas girls are like does what does my belly look like in that take a picture does my arm look real fat in that do you get me so I just think that girls we kind of think into things a little bit more so and we're a little bit more sensitive with things than lads you said it so it will take time no I know girls know what I'm feeling right now but we all do it when you take a picture like do not take that at me again like that is horrendous but we everyone sees themselves as probably worse than what they are and no one is bad like if you're working on yourself and if that's if you've got goals down and you feel good and you're healthy what's I don't see what the big deal is you know you mentioned about it all comes from the inside you mentioned about the photos so do yeah. you have you got any advice to anyone who i've like everyone a lot of people struggle with you know when you're doing the before photos or you're doing the progress photos oh. a lot of people that like, that's that's a tough mindset to get out of so i had last week we started my first six weeks and like i got all these pictures over and it was like the high-waisted leggings where i literally up to here the bra tops were touching i couldn't even see skin and i was literally zooming in saying no so i had to actually on the zoom when we finished i said girls i said i'm after receiving like 10 to 4 pictures i said thank you but you'll have to retake them again i said the bands need to come down in the trousers show your real self show your skin it's there appreciate it like we're still healthy at the end of the day there's a lot of people that are very sick and can't work out and can't go towards their own goals because of different things we can't you're here for a, for a reason you're here to change and like they nearly all die like all the faces dropped and we're like oh uh, like the band down and I was like yeah the band down they were like oh my god I act. and then I got an email off a girl and it said hey Kira here's my before pictures don't get sick and a dog now this girl isn't like her body I swear to god I actually replied I actually sent her a voice note and I said did you send that to me like what's that like she's here for a reason everyone's here for a reason and to say to me don't get sick people to be so afraid to send over their pictures like oh no I'll keep them here and then when I'm near the end I'll send you them whereas I've seen a million and one bodies I'm not here to judge anyone I'm here to actually help you and if you if you look in the mirror and you take your band down low and you take that picture you know what you want to do you know what your goal is that's what you're here for do you know I think we see the lower belly fat and the hips and stuff as such a big oh because we see things on instagram as the flat at stomachs and people on holidays looking amazing but i think things are changing now as we go along so hopefully it kind of gets a little bit easier for people i don't think like a low especially i don't think a low body fat percentage ultimately means health like i know i've coached i've coached girls in particular who 
have been low body fat percentages and have lost their cycles and you're like the most important thing for a girl is to keep the cycle it's the most natural thing that you're going to have it's ultimately if you want to reproduce you're going to need to keep it so it, it is refreshing to hear from that like i've had those messages as well i thought it was just me because i am a male coach predominantly working with females but to hear that it's a female coach no. getting them as well but it, it has to start with it. yeah it's i don't like i don't like taking the progress pictures to my coach oh yeah but i know that it's not for it's not for judgment it's there to monitor progress it's there to say the first picture you send over is your starting point it's exactly it's yeah. it could only get better from here or you could also say to yourself right this is at me at my lowest point now i'm going to look after yeah. myself show myself some self-compassion and work on that yeah. i feel girls this is this is going to sound a very sweeping statement i think girls in particular do struggle with self-compassion mm. more yeah. so than lads lads I, I i hold my hands up i can be quite tough on myself when it comes to the work side of things mm-hmm. but i do think girls struggle with self-compassion an awful lot i don't know I, i'm not sure what you think about that yeah i think it's the same thing as what i was saying there a few minutes ago lads don't have as lads don't look at things exactly the way we do like we you know if you was like the picture of someone like as a girl like if we see someone like that we're like so why'd you like it like what was that for whereas a lad is like it's just a like so it kind of if you compare it like that like a lad likes the picture we literally flip out like what was that like who's she what was that for whereas he'll turn around and say he could turn around and say like what do you mean? It was just like, I don't even remember doing that. Lads kind of brush things over their head a little bit. They don't care as much. Whereas girls, it's like, it's just, I think, a female thing where we're like, not in competition with each other, but nowadays it's who looks the best, who's wearing the nicest stuff. It is kind of image-wise, that's the way we are now because of social media and stuff as well. But I think, I'm, t- I'm trying to put into a word that I'm trying to say, it, not in a mean way, but I I just think that girls, like, we look at things way more into depth than the lads do, and we take things more to heart than what you use would. Like, you could take a picture and you wouldn't turn around and say, Jesus, like, look at my arms and that, whereas girls, we'd say, delete that. Like, you're not putting that up with me. No way. Don't tag me in that. I'll get to it. That's what we do. Because we compare to each other. That's what we do. We compare too much. Whereas if you're on that little journey of loving yourself and going out, like I've got girls that would say, oh God, I haven't taken a picture in months and I won't do it because all my friends are real skinny. So I'm like, okay, Grant. So they're going through this and then it could be a month later after they're starting with me, after losing their weight and they'll take a picture, they'll send it on to me and say, Kira, I felt unreal going out. And that's with the skinny friends, supposedly that they keep saying that they wouldn't take the pictures with. So I'm saying to people, like, if you're struggling with that type of confidence and you're in a rut, I think you should start something. I know it doesn't have to be the gym and stuff, but even if it's yoga, do something that will make you feel good. And after a while, all these little steps lead up. And when you're ready to go out and you take that picture, you're not going to say it to yourself. Like, you're not going to talk those negative things to your head. So I just think start is a big thing. Yeah, and I think a lot of us think, as what you said about kind of wearing the gym shirt that you have to look a certain way to do that. I think a lot of people think when they kind of are going into the gym that they need to get fit before they go into the gym. Which yeah, I mean, I, wrong way, isn't it? No, it's it's, it's 
if you think about it, it's it's it, it's a bonkers mentality. And I've been there. When I first started, I was like, I I couldn't go in because I couldn't train with the bigger lads or whatever it is. And now I literally could not give a shit what anyone else is doing. Have you got any advice for anyone who's trying to get over that kind of anxiety about going back into the gym? I know it's slightly different now with COVID and stuff like that, but not worrying about COVID. Okay, so ease yourself in as the first day. So no point in going in and staying there for two hours and killing yourself and not being able to walk for a week. It doesn't work like that. Don't not eat. You have to eat to feel your body. So you have to eat. Get your food chop in. Prep yourself for the week. I always say to my girls, write out what day you're going to go and what time. So say Monday, you're going to say, no, I am. I'm going to go Monday. But what time are you going to go at? Mm, don't know yeah i'll see probably after work so probably after work means i'm not gonna go till tuesday tuesday probably won't mean i'm a bit tired i'll go on wednesday at halfway through the week i'm gonna treat myself i'll start next week so this cycle goes on and on and on you hear it all the time so what you should do is get your diary out get a piece of paper stick it on the wall writing it down makes a big difference to me so i always say to the girls write down so monday you've got your zoom with me what are you going to do after? I'd say to them, so you've got half an hour before work, before you even shower, head out and get your steps in. It's not even it's not even half seven and they're set up for the day. So Tuesday, say you've got nothing. I'd say to someone in the gym, have a plan, screenshot someone's workouts. Everyone's been posting, like Instagram is full of workouts. There's free stuff out there. Have pick someone that you really enjoy, go on to one of their lives, bring it into the gym, which is stick your earphones in and start off with something like don't, kill yourself either but make sure you're enjoying what you're training because it makes a huge difference when you enjoy what you're doing there's no point in lifting weights if you don't want to lift weights if you like doing cardio do cardio i think it's everyone's own preference but confidence wise i think going into the gym have a plan if you go into that gym you're wandering around what will i do god 15 minutes has gone by i'm still sitting in the changing room no you have a time slot Book yourself in, in your diary, like the way you book any other appointment, your nails, your hair, and get there. And once you go the first or second day, you'll be flying. And remember that no one's looking at you either. We all get this thing in our head of paranoid and it's a bit intimidating. It is a little bit intimidating if you don't know what you're doing and stuff, but there's always someone in the gym that can give you a little plan or help you. And if you see me in the gym, I'm that person that will say, do you want me to show you how to feel that? Like a little old man was doing it and I nearly wanted to cry. He was like doing a tricep dip or something and he was doing it completely wrong. And I was like to him, do you want me to show you? He said, God, that was very nice of you. And that's tiny things like that. If you're in a gym now, go around where the girls are and find yourself a mat. Earphones in, no one's looking at you and just have a plan. That's my advice anyways. I think if my clients are listening to this, they're going to be like, like right, Kira has said the exact same thing about planning that was like we always talk about the diet starts monday and then when it comes to monday you're too tired from the night out from saturday and then tuesday happens and you're still too tired wednesday without a plan it will equal chaos and you will never get anywhere and it's not but when people hear plan they freak out a little bit they get a little bit like has to be army army regimented but everyone has everyone is like has their social life planned has their life life planned has their work life planned but they don't have the you time planned or the me time plant. Yeah. But which is the most important. Yeah, exactly. And I think most people or a lot of people do forget to look after themselves. And I think that's one of those things that I've noticed that have a lot more during lockdown is that parents in particular do struggle with that side of things a lot more. 
they almost put like they put their kids first but there's nothing wrong with that but it comes it they almost wear it as a badge of honor and then they then they're kind of like say 10 yeah. 15 years down the line and then they're unhappy with themselves and they don't know what to do they're a little bit lost they don't know what to go what where to go who to believe how to get away from a diet called swimming world i'll call it um and move away from that whole whole realm and i think it is just about getting started and as you said don't be afraid to go up to someone in the gym and actually talk to them and kind of ask them for their advice i know there's some gyms that the the, the coaches and the pts are a little bit more welcoming than others but as kira said if it actually takes it, it, it in kira said it, i'm a lot more polite than i'm going to say it takes more effort to be a prick if you're if, if you see someone struggling actually go over and actually try to say try and try and move your shoulders in a little bit or because you see it so often especially with say squats for girls they either the knees are caving in they won't go down low enough and they're like i want to grow my glutes and their bums won't go below their knees and they're like i can't grow my glutes i'm just like it's small little things so i would definitely encourage someone to get some sort of coaching whether it be six weeks or 12 weeks, whatever it may be. But I would really, really, really encourage someone to do that. You've spoken about kind of there about kind of someone going out with their so-called skinny friends. Um, yeah. Why do you think that girls are so conscious of kind of like weights that will make them bulky? And how to move away from that? I don't think people realize that as girls, can't get that bulky like that it's not we don't have that hormone don't take in like massive amount of protein and you're on a serious bulk and then you're going to go into a load of weightlifting and stuff number one you probably don't know about your hormones enough two you're probably never going to eat that much anyways because you could say to someone 1600 calories and they nearly drop so let's be real you're not going to eat more than that three you probably don't know how to do the big compound movements and you won't ever, for now, be able to, like, where you're starting, you won't be able to get that huge lift and the heavy weights and stuff. You'll be starting off with machines, leg press, leg extensions, hamstring curls, the basics. So none of that type of stuff. I get them messages all the time, even in my question box today. How can I um work on my bum but not grow big, huge legs? No. Are you taking a steroid or something? Because, like, I don't know how you're going to get those legs. <laughs> you're not. So I just think weightlifting is so important for your body, for injuries, for everything. Like, you can run on the treadmill all you want, but talking about those arms that you want to tighten up, the bingo wings, my mom does this all the time to me. She's like, and what about here? And I'm like, do this to me every single week. I've shown you the exercises. Go and do them. So now she's doing them and she's on a serious transformation. I'll be posting that soon as well. And she's doing that from home because she goes into the gym. She's that person that gets on the lap pull down and she is swinging out of it. And I have showed her loads of times. <laughs> but she prefers doing that at home because she's not rushing around and then she can have her dinner and stuff. So I just want to say anyone that is going to the gym and they have a plan, Make sure you bring your exercises written down that you're going to do. Have a look at someone's form. Do them in front of your mirror before you go. So you're going to say, do I look like I'm doing it like her? Yeah, ask someone at home. Someone at home has probably been to a gym. Or even when you go, ask someone at the desk. Just wondering, I'm looking to do this exercise. Is this right? That's all you have to do. And you won't 
get huge. That's just, uh, there's no other words. That's just a sentence. You will not get really bulky. Weight's actually toned. Look that everyone wants. Um, Tone is that so word. Lift the weights, do your cardio, and you're flying. Yeah, tone is that word that girls use an awful lot. And if I had hair for every time, I would say it's, I'd pull it out by now. But tone literally means building muscle. Um, so when girls say they want to get toned, not bulky, I'm kind of like, you're not going to get bulky. I haven't got enough testosterone, which is the male hormone. Um, and it's just, it, it's so, so good for girls in particular, because I don't think we, none of us, like we're, we're still quite young. We actually don't think about what's going to happen later on, but it's so, so important for girls in particular to help with like osteoporosis and all that kind of stuff when they get older as well. And if you had a fall, it's better for you to feel a little bit stronger as well. And do you know what? I from gone from someone who was literally just a cardio person myself to lifting weights. I actually feel better in my clothes from lifting weights than I do from. Yeah, I'd be the exact same. I'm kind of back into it now after like being off, stopping, starting. And now, like the minute I go, like I'm not joking. I've done legs on Monday and done stuff that I haven't done properly in a while. And then I finished out with something else and I swear to God, I'm still, I can't barely sit down on that sore. And that's from the weights. And that shows that my body just has been doing cardio. Great that you get sweat on. I think people see this thing of burn as many calories and get a huge sweat on. Well, my watch only went to 200 today. Why would you say that is? But why, what does, the watch is only a tiny, like the watch isn't even accurate. So people that tell they burn these calories and that the by the end of the day, they're still allowed another thousand calories because they burn three thousand your watch actually isn't that accurate it's just a guideline yeah what i always say to people and if you have if you are counting calories and you are like monitoring it or you've linked it with your garmin or whatever watch it is please unlink it because my fitness pal will add back in your calories and oh, then and also the most accurate watch is still 20 percent wrong stanford did a research on it it's still 20 percent wrong which is the Apple I watch is the most accurate one. Um, yeah. You've been quite open about kind of like you put up a post probably a couple of weeks ago regarding the lessons you've learned over lockdown about yourself. Can you kind of go into that a little bit more detail? Yeah, so um, about myself. Please. Yeah, okay, right. I hate when I turn back on me. I'm I know, that's why I did it. Good. Mm, I'm kind of like I finished 
obviously I read three times now the secret good life good habits I love all them now I know you're probably saying no I think they're good starts for people I don't read I'm not a big reader I haven't read it so I don't know you're looking at me Shane. I haven't read it ah you have I haven't, not, no, I haven't read it. <laughs> no, I like it. I liked all them, t- I like them type of books just because I'm not, I wouldn't be into a big story. Yeah. So I like getting my highlighter out, I like reading it and then I like highlighting a few things and going back through my book and going through the things that I've highlighted and wondering why did I highlight them, what do they mean now and then I click on things like that instead of reading a story because I just, I'd rather put time into something else than reading a story about something else if that makes sense that makes an awful lot of sense um no like like i think a lot of people have read a lot more during lockdown i think the one that jeff there's a book called man's search for meaning by victor franco it's only like 150 pages i read that at the beginning of lockdown and it is an absolute game changer for your mindset it's a bit of a morbid background but it's definitely He, so he is a psychologist or yeah psychologist I think over in Nazi Germany and he gets captured by the Nazis because he's Jewish and gets put into the concentration camps his parents or his family get killed by the Nazis but he's kept alive because he's useful to them so his whole thing is that you choose your suffering so the one thing that we have a, we have a choice about in anything that we do in the world is we can always choose how we react to something and I think that I think COVID has definitely proven that to a lot of, has definitely shown that to me. If Everyone's had a lot more time, downtime. I know at the beginning of lockdown, I was jumping around like a lunatic and my kneecaps didn't like me. But since then, it's kind of like chilling out and but also trying to take time for myself. And it's a bit of self-reflection. Um, so that's definitely one of those books. Only 150 pages. It is really, really, really good. You've also put on a post up about nothing changes if nothing changes. My favorite. Yeah, it's. I'm gonna let you do your magic and explain this this sentence and that phrase to the listeners. Okay, so I always say, like that is basically what it is in a nutshell. Nothing changes if nothing changes. So I love this one so much because. People expect change overnight. They expect things to just, the minute they're eating good, blah, blah, blah. They don't add in the extras that go behind it. Like, well, I'm eating good, but like, been sitting at your desk all day. Like, did you even get out and get some fresh air today? No, I hadn't really got time and stuff. Like, so nothing changes. If you're eating, yeah, you've been eating good. But if you're not putting the work in, you can't expect anything to change. You can't expect yourself to get the results. It's the same with the dancing like with the Irish dancing or anyone that's doing a sport that's listening you know that if you want to win you have to put the work in so if you're not going to put the work in nothing's going to change you're not going to improve on anything you're not going to win the same thing with the gym if you have a goal in mind if you're trying to work towards that goal but you're not actually physically taking action and putting the work in I always say you can say all this type of stuff you can have everything written down but if you do not take action on what you're saying and do the do's instead of saying it it's this is where nothing changes if nothing changes it's like a repetitive but you'll get what I mean it's the same thing as anyone that is listening now if you're on a treadmill if you're at home and you're saying like no I seriously need to do it now I keep saying I'm after listening to your podcast here and that was great now I need to do it well done but are you gonna do it 
So you need to go and do it. Even if it means right now, when you're finished listening to us rambling on, go outside, go for a 20-minute walk, and that's the start. It means that you're after taking action on listening. You're after taking a few notes. You're after getting your diary out, writing a few things down, and you're going to actually go and do it. You're not just going to keep saying, because once you get going, I always say this to people, once you take action and you get going, it just becomes a habit and when you start seeing results and things actually start changing you change more so it goes on it's like a really good cycle that if you get into it's just the very start biting the bullet starting and actually taking action so if you don't do that type of stuff and if you don't change and if you don't say what you're going to do and have it all down and actually do it it won't change so nothing changes if nothing changes it's like it makes so much sense because i think a lot of people are afraid of if they do yeah. start to make a change that they're going to fail but it's not even that they're going to fail yeah. to themselves they're going to fail in front of other people and i yeah. think family friends yeah it's exactly that and i think a lot of people do fear that whole thing but you won't move unless you're afraid you won't do something unless you're uncomfortable and by the time you're uncomfortable it could be potentially it's going to take a long time for you to potentially become a little bit more comfortable in your own skin or whatever it may be like a lot of people are unfortunately going to lose their that this is kind of non-fitness topic but a lot of people could potentially be losing their jobs right now but it also yeah. could be an opportunity for those who weren't happy in their careers to go and do something what they want and they're the kind of messages that i've gotten i changed careers but mine was a little bit different my my health gave way so mine was a little bit different compared to what people have are going through right now if you are looking to change career what i would do is is there any way for you to try and do it as a hobby and see if you can make money out of that and then if you're making enough money out of that to potentially live off you're not going to become a millionaire overnight which a lot of people think they will be i can tell you now they won't you won't um unless you win the lotto um but it's important for you just to kind of say right if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out you can always go back to living at your parents or, and that's the worst thing that's probably going to happen yeah and it's also now this whole thing of having to decide your career and then they get to the course i was listening to a podcast the other day from you know gary v yep yeah and he was just saying like this girl was saying like I, i'm going i have to go to this college and stuff and he was like going along with it and stuff and she was giving loads about it's this art thing and blah 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 and he was like okay grand so she gets into this college and he says he's kind of looking and he's trying to interview and she's looking a bit confused and he goes so what now and she's like well here and and he goes yeah and she's kind of looking at him as if to, she's questioning herself like she wants this her whole life she gets there and she realizes that it's not exactly what she wants it's gonna sacrifice he said like four to five years with the degree that she was doing for something that she's actually not enjoying and what she thought whereas she's so talented he said why don't you just take your sketch take all your things email them out to people reach out if it goes in a different direction and you're loving that more than what you're doing at the expectation of that college that you thought it was going to be and what you thought your dream was going to be why are you wasting all that time with that talent if it's just for a cert and a piece of paper so I'm saying to people that are trying to that have goals and stuff like that out there, like it's the same with that leaving cert thing. If you didn't get your results, you know you can go back and redo those subjects that you've done. People are kind of freaking out over. I'd actually got 
remember the last time anyone has asked me what I got on my leave. I took a completely di- different um, actually route. So if you're one of those people now listening and you're stressing over your results and you're kind of on two minds like this is gonna this makes me more happier, but I need to have this down on paper and you have to go to college because that's kind of what you do. It's not do what makes you happy. I'm not saying don't go or don't take your course, don't do that, but have a real good think about it. Like fees costs a lot are you gonna go are you gonna enjoy it like is that what you really want to do is that what you want to do if it really is and that's what you have to do you have to put the work in you have to go for it but if you're talented at something else and maybe it's not bringing you as much money as what your career will for the college um maybe try and balance them out and have a little bit more of a think about it and maybe just keep with your talent as well and do the college work and if that takes over you know what to do i think a lot of people think that money will make them happy and I don't think that's I don't like I I heard an interview uh, with Chris Williamson who will be on the podcast in a couple of weeks. He's the host of the Modern Wisdom podcast. And to anyone who listen who wants to listen to a podcast, please listen to the Modern Wisdom podcast. That man has incredible guests. He had Johan Harry, who is the author of a book called Lost Connections, and Johan Harry would have a quite a social circle, and he would meet billionaires and all that kind of stuff and hanging around with those and he was saying he has only met two happy billionaires the rest of them are miserable they're unhappy with their lives they're unhappy with their wives they're unhappy with their husbands and their family and they're unhappy about they're always chasing the next thing you always think that you want something and once you get there you're like oh is this it like it's it's like when you're on a weight loss journey you think i'm gonna be happy when i'm like two stone lighter and then you get to two stone you're like all right what's next like where to where, where do i go what's the next step it's about kind of embracing enjoying as cheesy as this sounds it's about enjoying the struggles you'll learn about yourself more in the struggles you learn yourself about yourself more when you're having crap days but if you can show up each day it's so much easier yeah big time um so kira where can people find out about yourself where can people work with yourself and where can people apply for your coaching and stuff so my website is fitcoachrossi.ie you can click onto that all my packages and stuff are there my zooms there's packages that you can do in the gym there's packages you can do at home with and without weights and then there's other things that you can do like true one-to-ones and um groups where you have check-ins and stuff like that and it's very personal and for that need that extra push and needs account like to be held accountable for that's probably for you other than that the box where it says contact us on the website you can pop in your name your question and then i get back to you through email before you purchase a package in case you want to know a little bit more about it and then other than that you can find me on my instagram page kira rossi or else you'll see when you click into that page my kira rossi page i've got a fit coach rossi instagram page with all my transformations and other things like that Kira, Kira, i cannot thank you enough for giving up so much of your time today with through the technical issues that we've had uh there's there's a hell of a lot to take out of that episode particularly kind of like the leave insert i didn't even think about that i'm not gonna lie i tried to block my bit out uh, my leave insert from all those years ago but particularly starting anyone starting a fitness journey having body confidence self-compassion uh, and looking after your own interests so Kira, thank you so much for coming on guys if you've found this episode useful at all please do tag here and i up on your story and please 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 leave a review up on itunes so kira thank you so much for coming on thank you so much for
And for anyone that is starting your journey, you know, or me and Shane are for any questions and t- bite the bullet, get going, write your stuff down and once you get going, I promise you, you won't regret it. 100%. But thank you for having me.